coming to you live with Brain Fuel with Barbara Britt. So glad that you can be here with me this morning. I am just, um, like I said before, being able to, to talk and visit with you, being able to hear from you when you are interested in something I've written or when you just want to grab hands and let's go forward and make a difference in our community. Again, Barbara Britt, culture strategist with Brain Fuel. And you can find me on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. Well, today we're going to talk about something that I feel is so important, and it is the art of listening. Now, I don't bring anything to you that I don't work on personally. I haven't worked on it. I'm, I'm, it's not something that, I've, I, that uh, I just let go for one moment. It's something that I add on to my life and I go forward with it. So that's what we're doing today, the art of listening. So we'll do it like this. Stop talking and listen. I love it, don't you? Stop talking and listen. Because that's me in a nutshell. I come to you and I'm going, as soon as you tell me something, I want to fix it. I want to make, I want to give you strategies. I want to give you uh, tools to work with. I want to solve it for you. And we're going to talk about today. Sometimes people just need to talk and they just need you to listen. Just to listen. So my friends have become more conditioned. My friends and even some of my clients will say, I just want to talk to you, Barbara. I want to blow off steam. I don't want you to fix it. So before someone has to tell you that like they do me, maybe it would be a good idea for you to really find out today how brain fuel changes our life, how putting in that concept of listening to people of seeing them, seeing their essence, seeing who they are, really listening with your eyes and your ears and your whole body. You know, if you stop to take a second, you can tell when someone's uncomfortable. You can tell when someone is just not ready to receive, right? You can, we can tell that, but we can't tell that if we're talking. Can't do that. So we're going to talk today a little bit about, you know, some of the, the things that why we want to stop talking and listen. You know, as Stephen Covey put it, as, as always, I just love everything Stephen Covey he says, the biggest problem, the biggest one, is we do not listen to understand. We listen to reply. And is that not the absolute truth? I still, still remember a seventh grader when I was teaching over in Guam, and he was a little seventh grader and we were, I, were, I was doing a listening skill with them and they didn't know it at first. I didn't say this is a listening skill. I did this whole little exercise and I asked them, asked them all, why was it so hard for them to repeat what they had heard from other people? You know, even say their name. And he raised his hand and he said, me, me, I know. And I go, why? And he goes, because of the chatter in my brain. In the chatter in my brain, Miss Britt, you know, when someone's telling me a story, I'm going, I can do that. I can do that. I've been there before. I've seen that. I've always wanted to do that. And he just went on and on. And his little face lit up. He was in awareness. He just didn't know how to fix it yet. And that's me. I'm that, I'm that seventh grader hopping up and down. I can fix it. I can fix it. I can do this. I can do that. When really what people need is for you just to listen to them. And if they need your help, they'll say, help me do a solution. But otherwise, we need to listen with our whole entire being. Don't let anything else 
be a disruption. So the biggest problem is that we don't listen to understand. We listen to reply. So I hope that I kind of stay with you the rest of the day. Again, if you want more information, all you have to do is go to my website, barbarabritt.com. Let me know. And you'll have to say, stop sending me information. It says, in order to be a good listener, in order to be a good listener, we first need to learn how to be silent. And so a lot of times when I first read that and had gone over this, I'm thinking silent on the outside and not responding, but I wasn't thinking about silencing my brain, letting my brain absorb key elements about that person who's telling me something. Are they in stress? Are they in remorse? Are they sad? Are they enraged? Are they disappointed? Do they feel less than? If I'm talking, I can't give you the answers to that. I can give you my perception, but I can't give you the answers to that. So it takes effort to be quiet, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, really and truly, it takes effort to be quiet. Our thoughts and to really hear what other people are saying. It takes a lot of effort to do that. Even though you have a lot to say, sometimes it's best not to respond or say anything. When someone's telling you something, if you have to say anything, ask them a question. Not a question that I can say yes or no, but a question. And then I want you to lean in, look at them in the face, look them in the eye, shake your head. Yeah, I understand I'm getting that. And if you don't, when you're listening, if you're not getting the full essence, say, can you tell me what that looks like? What does it feel like? How are you experiencing it? When is the time that all of a sudden your excitement, your enthusiasm for life gets dampened? And when you ask those questions, listen. Don't ask those questions so you can jump in with your story. Why can I tell you this? Because that's me. I, I work on it. This is something I work on daily, daily. You know, remember, even though you do have a lot to say, Sometimes it's best not to respond or to give a salvation to someone. And now I'm going to drink some water again for brain fuel. And since I'm learning to do this myself, you don't get the gulping. You just get the raw and unabridged Barbara Britt coming to you exactly how I am. You know, when we have signs without distraction, that's when people feel respected and appreciated. Oh my gosh. When we're talking, when we're listening to somebody, half the battle, three-fourths of the battle is won when someone feels respected and appreciated. Boy, when they do that, all of a sudden they're they're moving, they're back up again, they're getting their their jam, they're getting their mojo, they're getting that the the power, that energy that comes with that. And a lot of things can be solved. You know, um, it it takes a lot of effort to be quiet. Our thoughts and really um, hear what another person is saying. Rather than focusing on the variables that we cannot control, focus on the things that we can control. We can listen. It's not easy. And it's going to take practice. And you're going to get better at it 
as time goes on and people will seek your counsel. So you're going to get what you need. They're going to get what they need. But you first have to listen and shut that brain off. It says, this is something I love. It says, when, when, without realizing it, when you listen to each other, you are creating an environment of safety. Yesterday, I got to do some training. I'm, I'm blessed because I do get to do training in my community. And it's my passion. It's my love. It's my purpose, my vision. And it sets my goals. But came in and this group was kind of at cross purposes. And there was, um, and so we started acting it out, role-playing. And the first thing I talked to him about was this, and I want to talk to you about the same thing. You know, we all come into a situation with perceptions, and those perceptions are born on past experiences, things that we've had done and happened to us, some things good, some things bad. But what they do is they color everything we touch, do, and have, right? They color it. They absolutely color it. So what I'm saying is this. When you come in, take out all of your grievances. Take out everything. Bullet point a couple of the three things. And then sit and absolutely listen to the person. Turn your brain off. Listen to her here and listen to learn. Not to go in there and show them how wrong they are and how right you are. And I saw something beautiful happen yesterday. I just saw a group that came in and we're a little bit wary and a little bit divided. And then I got to have an opportunity to see what listening does when it creates those relationships. It creates co cohesiveness. It, co it creates collaboration. They had a new person that I got to work with yesterday. And I, again, won't say the name or anything. I said, what's the best about working here? And what is the hardest? What's the challenge? And she explained, so when we got done with the other section where they actually started listening to one another, we did this. We did a challenge and solution and desired outcome. And pretty soon I was taken completely out of the scenario. I wasn't even there. The CEO of the company was not there. The second in command was not there. Collaboration, team building, adding value to one another what was insurmountable before they solved in 15 minutes. Now, will things get better and all? Yes, but before we knew it, can I use my computer? Up it goes on the screen. We'll see this and see this. And one goes, well, yeah, but if you push this button, you see it. collaboration, not, well, you know, I've been wanting this and now I finally get it or none of that kind of stuff. Eyes were opened and they saw what each person got to bring to the table. It was a thing of beauty. So I, I want to encourage you to be able to get that in your company, your organization, your family. Yes, your family, your smallest little unit, your home, your church, your community in the neighborhood. Just think if we didn't already come in with preconceptions and hurts and because like it or not, hurt people hurt others. So if I come into the situation hurt, probably I want to be able to hurt someone else, right? And when I do, my purpose, my vision, and my goals are not met. You know, you want to have, when people feel safe, it gives them a place where they can share their opinions and offer solutions and suggestions. Yesterday, they gave solutions. They didn't come from me. They did not come from the CEO or the second in charge. They came from within. And the CEOs could absolutely 
watch their people at peak performance because they started listening to one another instead of going on preconceptions. You know, sometimes there's issues that not only preconceptions, but there's issues that people are bringing in that we may not be privy to. And, uh, you know, I had someone uh, share the other day and said, well, people were upset or, or were mad because someone got an office with a window and, and, you know, and, and people will go, well, that's not important. But in my life, windows are extremely important. I look at every room in my house, looks out towards the water to window. It is my breath. So it's important. Well, what I liked was this group, they started laughing when I kind of just gave them the story. I and mean, I didn't give them who it was or anything like that, but I gave them the story. And they said, we had that the other day and, and the person, uh, their CEO started laughing. She said, I was going to assign rooms for different things. And she said, they came in and said, um, she goes, and I was t anticipating someone pouting because they didn't get the room. And she said, they came in and said, it's already settled. I'm going here. This one's going here. This one's going here. Uh, we did rock, paper, scissors. And she went, what? They go, yeah, we, we all knew we wanted those rooms. And so we did rock, paper, scissors. And we know that we can do that. And we can actually go back in six months to a year and we can absolutely give options again. They solved it. They solved it without being mad at each other or, or, or that, anything like that. They solved it. And that's what people can do when we listen and don't have preconceptions. I'll tell you um, how you can tell if you are coming in with preconceptions, which we almost always do. You know, four people can watch the same murder, same murder. They can be within 12 steps away from the same murder. But when they're asked as witnesses to describe it, they're going to come up with four different scenarios. And uh, Paul Martinelli brought this home last time I went to Turning Point. And he showed this video and it was these people and they were boxing. And he said, tell me, tell me how many times the other one hits the other one. So, but I got in there and that was my job. And I started counting and I, and I, I was counting and I was focusing on two people on the screen. After it got over with, he didn't ask us how many hits, like I thought he was going to ask. He said, how many people saw the two, the, the gorilla in there? I went, there was no gorilla in there. He shows back the tape. Now I'm looking for the gorilla, not the amount of times punches happen. Not only was there one gorilla, but then there were two. And they were going back and forth off the screen. My perception was not on that at all. I, I stayed so much on counting. I didn't see or hear or live any other scenario. I tell you what, 90%, if not more, of our people didn't see the gorillas. They didn't see them because we were conditioned to see what we were told to see or what we wanted to see. That's why listening is so important. You've got to listen with your whole entire body. You know, listening can strengthen connections and relationships and friendships. Listening helps our brain absorb new information. It helps us to categorize it. It helps us to put it in systems that we can pull that drawer out and we can use it again and again and again. That's what listening does. You know, 
Be careful because when we don't listen, we lose those connections. We lose those friendships. We lose that camaraderie when we fail to listen, when someone's in pain or someone feels like I'm just not worth your time. And I'm going to leave you with some words from the Dalai Lama. And, it, and I love it because it's so true. And it says, when you talk, you are only repeating what you know. When you talk, you're only repeating what you know. When you listen, you just might, yeah, learn something new. Your brain might be able to absorb something. Something great can come out of that. Are you willing to do that? Well, again, Barbara Britton, culture strategist with Brain Fuel. And please come to my website, barbarabritt.com. Any information I can share with you, any insights you have, I promise to listen to what's going on 